0: Hey guys, and welcome to Brainstorm. This is a podcast about the wilderness of art making, and we're here to take you through all the ups and downs and caffeine-fueled in-betweens. So, I'm Gato, I'm a monster enthusiast, I'm an illustrator, and I can't make pizza.
1: <laughs> You're not allowed can't. to make pizza.
0: I can't do it.
1: You're not allowed. I will not I allow can't. it. You're. Can't. I'm sure it tastes good, but... <laughs> For the sake of your body, you can't. (laughs) I won't let you process that. um, Or lack thereof.
0: Oh my god. I had so much cheese. And it was delicious. But then I suffered greatly. I was a cheese martyr. They should, like, consecrate me and make me a saint.
1: You should have a plaque somewhere. Yeah. Honestly.
0: Saint Carolina... She, she died doing what she loved,
1: eating cheese. <laughs> eating I
0: <don't>...
1: cheese. <laughs> I don't know why Catholic my priest drawl. voice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why my priest voice went like a little bit robotic there for a second.
1: Cheese, like it kind of sounded like yeah. A
0: cheese, <laughs> we
1: need it. God, our audio editor, whoever that will be, me. I'm gonna have to like go through and auto tune us.
0: Please uh, do, please. I well,
1: that's
0: my that's my backup profession. If I don't become an artist, I'm going to become a Catholic priest.
1: Yeah, I mean, all it is is the tonality, you know, right? And, the tone. Yeah, just knowing the notes. The actually yes. the two notes that they yeah the on. two
0: the two notes that you have to hit. Like <laughs> we just did the entire podcast like this. You know, when they kind of, like, go really fast, and then they slow down.
1: I call that freestyling.
0: <laughs> so, hi, I'm Gatto. I'm a Catholic priest that can't make pizza. But who the fuck are you, Garrett?
1: I am an artist. I am Lady Gaga. And okay. I came out with a new song last night. So, great okay, to okay, meet everyone. Okay, okay, okay.
0: Freestyling. Awesome. Yep. Well, I never thought I would have Lady Gaga as a, as a guest on this podcast. I mean, um,
1: it's a privilege, you know? Yeah. Kiss, <laughs> kiss the ring, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So would you like to introduce the subject of today's podcast?
1: Sure, yeah. So uh, um, what we're going to be talking about today is perfection, what it is mm. anyway, and why we're so obsessed with it. And we're going mm. to tackle the awful pressure that we put on ourselves in general.
0: Ooh, and we're going to go deep with this one.
1: Mm. Real yes. deep.
0: Deep, deep, yes. deep. Because this is the subject near and dear to my heart. And by that, I mean it fucking sucks and I struggle with it. Um, so I've done a lot of thinking about it. I've done a lot of reading about it. I've done a lot of self-reflection and like smoked a lot of weed and thought about it. So that makes it more profound, right? Like
1: And a lot of hard research.
0: And hard liquor.
1: Yes. <laughs> Both. Both. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it is, it is near and dear to my heart as well. This is something I still feel like I'm struggling with. I have a couple little nuggets of personal experience to share today but for the it's most nice part, little chicken I... nuggets
0: of wisdom
1: yeah yeah just a little bit yeah. of chicky chick um <laughs> but i want to kind of give the floor mostly to caro today i mean obviously i'm going to you know respond and talk about what my thoughts about things because this is all you know Based on research, which is really cool that we can offer to you guys because, yeah, you don't just have to listen to us complain for like 30 minutes. <laughs> We're actually going <laughs> to tell you some shit that's going to help you.
0: Yeah, I really, I really hope that you can gain something from this podcast, from this episode in particular, because. I mean, honestly, full disclaimer, I still struggle with this stuff and it's been a huge journey for me. So yeah, I mean, if you'd like, I can get started.
1: Yeah, real quick to go off what I said before, Like, I think my main problem with perfectionism is being afraid that it won't be perfect. So I don't necessarily get into it and then not enjoy the process or kind of trip myself up after I'm drawing. It's more so starting and the fear of um, perfection. So with that being said, hopefully some of you can relate to that. Although I really hope none of you actually struggle with this because it's a shitty thing yeah. to um, But hopefully you can gain something from it. But Kato has a lot of hot gas to drop Um, so yeah
0: all right so i just wanted to say that uh i was scrolling through my instagram feed yesterday and i saw the hashtag (laughs) practice makes perfect and it gave me a fucking aneurysm like i could feel my blood pressure just shoot through the fucking roof and i was at risk of a medical emergency because i hate that phrase And I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. So I have a lot of theories about perfectionism and kind of wanted Mm -hmm. to get into the root of the matter because I think you can say, you can go on the surface level and try to like plaster a bandaid over it and be like, oh, don't think so hard about it or just get started. But that, (laughs) I've gotten that advice before. I've read countless articles about that before. And it just doesn't fucking help because it doesn't address what is making us procrastinate and what is making us feel so perfectionistic about ourselves. So-
1: We need to get to the rut. The
0: the rut of it. First, right? Perfectionism relies on expectation. You expect a piece to go a certain way. You have a certain image in your mind of what a piece is going to look like or smell like or feel like or whatever the case may be. In my case, it was pizza. Mm. (laughs) I had a very, very uh, specific pizza in mind when I began to make it from scratch. Did not Mm. end up that way.
1: It needs to smell Um, a certain way.
0: Right. So the process of making the pizza wasn't the problem. I had a great fucking time making the pizza. I kneaded the dough by hand. I made my own sauce. Like, I chopped my mozzarella and my basil. And then when I ate it, I was like, Mm. this is really disappointing. (laughs) Because I had an expectation. Yeah, I had an expectation in my mind that it was going to taste like some gourmet amazing thing. When really, it was the first time ever... I made pizza or dough or sauce in my entire life. So of course it wasn't going to be great. But what I mean to say about this is that I had an expectation in my mind. So it wasn't the process of making the pizza that was painful or disappointing. It was not living up to the expectation that was disappointing. We have to realize that our expectations aren't real. They're just in our minds. They're constantly Mm -hmm. changing. At best, they're pretty arbitrary. And at worst they're really limiting and painful because if we apply this to art if we have a very set expectation like let's say i'm drawing a dragon or whatever and i'm like it's gonna be a green dragon only a green dragon can't be anything else and i just fixate on that and maybe during the process i accidentally color select red and i realize Hey, actually red looks much better against this background or actually red just is a cooler color for a dragon. If I had just been dead ass set on making a green dragon and not been open to the possibility of other things, then I might not have gotten a better piece out of it. So expectations can be really rigid and limiting, unfortunately. So what we have to do is just remove the attachment we have to a certain outcome, remove the feelings that go with certain expectations and just go in with kind of no expectations at all. So another another thing I was thinking about was I think wanting to be perfect kind of stems from a desire to control. We're uncomfortable with failure, we don't like the unknown, and mm-hmm. it's human nature to run away from pain and try to find a way to control circumstances so that we don't feel it. You know, I think growing up we're told that perfection is attainable, right? There's something, there's some objective criteria we can meet that means that we're perfect and that it means we'll succeed. And it's this false sense of control, right? It's like, oh, if only I get this perfect test score or this perfect SAT score or a perfect whatever, then I can get into the right college. Then I can get my perfect job. Oh, if I just put in enough hours, then I'll get this. We feel like if we hit that 100%, we'll succeed. But that's mm-hmm. not necessarily true perfection doesn't exist. It's just another expectation. It's something that somebody else has decided for you. And it rarely exists in life, much less in art. So, I mean, Garrett, I know you've struggled with control as well. Yeah. Do you have a little example yeah. to give us?
1: Yeah. I After I graduated college, I just felt super out of control because uh, I moved back in with my parents. And when you move in with another party, no matter who it is, A lot of times you do feel a little bit out of control because someone else is calling the shots. It's someone else's home. It's someone else's thing that they've set up for themselves. So as a result of that lack of control, I developed a little mini eating disorder. It only lasted like three to four weeks, like a month, I would say, before I was able to catch it and just kind of be like, suddenly changing your eating habits drastically That in itself can be categorized as an eating disorder. And I was probably not eating as much as I should have been. But my hang up was mostly about switching to like only eating healthy foods. And I was just like fucking convinced that I had like (laughs) parasites and shit. It was crazy. So um, (laughs) lack of control can make you do crazy things. And it's totally something that I can relate to like for sure and I think at some point we've all just felt a lack of control and as human beings you know to a certain extent it's something that we strive for and it's something that we need yeah
0: yeah because the alternative is is just chaos right and we as people and I mean me everybody Everybody, everybody. We don't like to feel bad. We don't like to feel out of control. We don't like to feel that confusion and that pain that kind of comes from that like empty space, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think it's perfectly human and natural. And very rarely are we told to kind of just sit with it. Just don't try to run away from your discomfort. Don't try to run away from bad or negative thoughts. Don't try to like, put a band-aid over them and just be like, I'm gonna be positive. I'm yeah. gonna, that's the only positive what
1: Like yeah, you, you can't really change your mind about something like that in the moment. You know? Yeah. Like if you are upset about something, allow yourself to be upset.
0: All right, absolutely. Allow yourself to feel it. Turn around, face it, and look at it with a sense of compassion. Look at it like you would invite a stranger into your home and get to know it and understand why it's there. Don't just run away from it. Let the existential dread creep in. Let the fear creep in. Let all of these bad emotions creep in. It doesn't mean that you're failing. It means that they're there for a reason and you need to get to know them and you need to understand them so that you can let them go.
1: Yeah, and figure out if there's something that you can do as a result. And if there isn't, or if that thing seems really big or like a mountain, you can take small steps to get out of it. And that is in art or in life.
0: I think that a lot of perfectionism stems from a dissatisfaction with the self, right? We feel that we're not good enough unless we do X, Y, Z. And you have to ask yourself, like, okay, that's weird. Where did the standard come from? Maybe it was something that you heard or you saw as a little kid. Maybe it was something your family or a coach or like a trusted adult said to you. Maybe it's depression, which in my case... That's where my perfectionism stems from. I feel like, well, I'm not good enough fundamentally as a person. So in order to prove my worth, I have to be perfect. You know, in order to exist on this earth somehow, I have to act perfectly. I can't ever get upset or mad. I have to create perfect work. You know, there's all of this ridiculous pressure that I put on myself because fundamentally at my core, I don't love myself. So I think a way of combating perfectionism is to just realize, like, you are inherently worthy of love and kindness. You are mm-hmm. enough as it is. And this sentiment can only come from you. It's taken me a long time to realize. And if you feel like you can't give yourself this love and kindness, I would encourage you to ask yourself why. And not judge yourself, not be like, Whoa, uh, but just ask yourself, like, why have you been depriving yourself of this? What is stopping you from loving yourself? Be curious about it, not judgmental.
1: Yeah, Um, like investigate.
0: Yeah, investigate. Try to solve the problem rather than just like making yourself feel worse about it. Like, because then at that point, you're double punishing yourself, right? You already feel bad. And then you're feeling bad for feeling bad. So it's double punishment. cannot run away from uncertainty and anxiety in our life in our work, in our art, from anything. There's a quote that I really love. It's from a book called When Things Fall Apart by Pima Chodron. And it's nothing ever goes away unless it's taught us what we need to know. We keep doing the same shit over and over. We keep feeling the same shit over and over. The same obsessive thoughts come up over and over because they don't go away unless we've realized what they're trying to teach us.
1: Yeah, that's very, that's definitely like a very interesting thought. It's kind of like the definition of insanity, where if you keep doing the same thing over and over, that it's not going to change the outcome. It's more like a lack of action. It's like, if you don't do something despite your urge to over and over, and you just keep pushing it down and down and down, then that feeling probably won't go away. And it's a little bit torturous, but yeah. that's why we love Buddhism to just like teach us the way.
0: Yeah, totally. Also from the same book, there's a little story about how like my boy Buddha, he was just chilling under his tree, right? Doing his enlightenment thing. And people were firing arrows and spears at him being like, no, 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 you can't do that. But instead of wounding him, they became flowers, which, I mean, obviously, that is a metaphor that doesn't happen. You're gay.
1: (laughs) That's how you fucking know. (laughs) That's the test. The gay test.
0: That's the gay test. (laughs) When you're gay, you develop this force field that if somebody throws (laughs) rocks or pointed objects at you, they immediately turn into flowers and rainbows and shit.
1: I just feel like that's fucking true.
0: Yeah. It's facts. It's yeah. facts. I'm telling you. You heard it here here oh, first, folks. Yes. It's fact. Hard, cold, fact. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> instead of wounding him, they turned into flowers. So what this means to me is that we can take extremely painful experiences and emotions and failures, quote unquote, and turn them into lessons and something that helps us rather than hurts us. We can be yeah. wounded by arrows, or we can turn them into flowers. In fact, every experience and every thought can be a teacher. And in fact, sometimes suffering is the greatest teacher of all, which yes. I, can, I can definitely attest to. So, you know, it's just important to know that you're not alone. Your perfectionism and picking and pain is just part of the human experience. Like yeah, Billions of people are going through the exact same thing as you are right now, past and present. Because dissatisfaction is just a part of the human condition. It's like sneezing or shitting or peeing or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. It's just a part of the human condition.
1: Yeah. That relates to an animation that I saw yesterday morning. I went to see the Oscar animation shorts yesterday morning. And in terms of, yeah, this, I guess this implied strength of things not hurting you, It was a very cool animation where this girl was born as kind of a hunchback and she had this irregular spine that made it so she could only look down. And from that, she developed this dream to fly so that she could see the world because she wasn't really able to see it like up above, you know. But I also learned recently that when stuff about where your eyes are looking and apparently when you're looking down into one direction, it means that you're thinking, you know, really hard and internally about something and considering something. And then when you look down and you're looking a different way, I forget like which direction specifically these are you're judging that thought, which is literally what depression is, is thinking and then judging whatever thought you just had, kind of like Kato said about why punish yourself for if you're feeling bad. So I mean, that was interesting how that tied into the animation, but that was her dream and she was working on this airplane and was desperately trying to fly but at the end she when she went to try to fly this plane that she built it crashed and all this stuff fell on her and it like tore like her clothes in the back so you could see her hunchback exposed and she was just like really embarrassed and didn't want the person who was helping her build it to see it and then got up and suddenly a wing sprouted from her hunchback and then another one did and she began to fly. So it was kind of like the thing that held her back. And the thing that she hated about herself was actually her tool to get her to her dream. And to me, it just related to queerness and things like that and how a lot of the times we're grown, we are kind of trained to hate certain things about ourselves, um, yeah. but sometimes those things are exactly what get us what we want or where we want to go because it's not until you're fully yourself that people start to really react to your personality, learn who you are. and be able to reflect that back to you and that's ultimately the most rewarding thing
0: yeah absolutely and i I love first of all that's so cute second of (laughs) all i really like that metaphor that everything that we need to succeed is already in us yeah you hear a lot about the term like enlightenment in buddhism the idea that we can we can reach this higher state of being but the problem with the term enlightenment is that it sounds like Uh, It's only achievable to a couple people, and it's something that is above the regular human experience. But really, like one of my favorite teachers rather describes it as waking up. We were sleeping, and now we're awake. We've always had the ability to be in this great state of mind. We were just sleeping before. So it's not becoming something greater than yourself. It's just waking up.
1: Yeah, it's not like a haves or a have-not sort of situation.
0: Yeah, everybody is capable of feeling inner peace and feeling this non-attachment to thought and feeling in this, like living in a better state of mind. Everybody can do that. It's just a matter of waking up. So it's kind of the same with perfectionism. We don't have to live in the state of being. We already have the tools to combat it. We always will have the tools. So I did a lot of thinking about like practical advice on how to manage it. Because like I said before, I've read a lot of articles and gotten a lot of advice that was just kind of like, well, just start or just get over it, but it's not addressing the core problem. So that's why I decided to talk about the roots of it a little bit first, so that once you understand where it's coming from, then you can get the antidote, right? Once you understand the poison, mm-hmm. then you know what to take for it. So for me, at least, to release ourselves from perfectionism, it's not about lowering our standards. <laughs> Our expectations being like, okay, well, instead of drawing for 10 hours today, I'm going to draw for one hour today. Just fuck that shit. Just utterly obliterate attachments and expectations. Utterly obliterate an attachment to a certain outcome and just develop a neutral response to situations. And what I mean by that, instead of being like, oh, this color scheme sucks, be like, this is a color scheme I'm feeling unhappy with. The difference is that one feels like a truth. The other is you're observing yourself from afar and realizing this is just a feeling. This is not a reflection of reality. You have to observe yourself from afar and kind of recognize that discomfort and like discontent are passing things. Don't engage them. Just let them go. And a thought experiment that I kind of came up with was like, imagine you're at a party, right? And let's imagine that every thought and emotion that you have are people at the party. And you meet them kind of randomly in passing. Maybe you like them. Maybe you fucking hate them. Maybe you consider them a piece of shit. But (laughs) no matter what, you don't have to go home with them, right? You don't have to make friends with them. You don't have to invite them into your life. You can say goodbye after a couple seconds or minutes. And then you don't ever have to think about them ever again. And most likely by the next week, you probably won't even remember them. It's the same with our thoughts and feelings. They're constantly coming and going. We don't have to engage them. We don't have to become friends with them. We can just look at them, nod, and let them go away. So another way combating perfectionism is gratitude. Because perfectionism is fundamentally a dissatisfaction with what we have. It says, this isn't good enough. I'm not good enough. Whatever the fuck isn't good enough. It's coming from a place of poverty and need. An idea that there's something better for us out there. It's a dissatisfaction with ourselves. And the only way to combat dissatisfaction is to be grateful. So I kind of came up with this mantra that you guys (laughs) can say to yourself before doing art. And all I mean by mantra, it doesn't have to be a religious or spiritual thing. It's just a phrase that you can say to yourself over and over to combat negative thoughts. So you can adjust this as needed. But Garrett, would you like to follow along with me? Yes. (laughs) Okay. So my hands are fucking awesome and I'm grateful they can draw.
1: My hands are fucking awesome and I'm grateful they can draw.
0: Yes. My eyes are dope as shit and I'm grateful they can see.
1: My eyes are dope as fucking shit and I'm grateful they can see.
0: (laughs) My brain is sick and I'm grateful it comes up with creative ideas.
1: My brain is literally sick, and I'm grateful <laughs> it comes up with creative ideas.
0: And finally, I'm grateful I can create.
1: I'm grateful I can create.
0: Beach. Okay. Yes. So I would like to invite you to try saying this to yourself before you make anything. Okay? So before you get your coffee out, before you get your pencil or tablet pen out, just sit down, breathe, and say to yourself, I'm grateful I can create. I
1: wrote that this morning in my journal.
0: So gratitude is something that takes time. It will probably feel really weird at first and kind of cheesy, but stick with it because it has to be practiced over and over and over again. And once every time a negative thought comes up and you say to yourself, I'm grateful I can create, I'm grateful I can create, I'm grateful I create, the more times the negative thoughts pop up, the easier it is to counter it with something positive or in this case neutral or something coming from a place of gratitude. So, for example, I also struggle with an eating disorder. I was diagnosed with anorexia and I've had it since I was probably eight years old. <laughs> I'm 25 now. It's it's really negatively impacted my life and health to the point where, like, I could have died. Long story short, I had to go to treatment for it. And I still struggle with a lot of, like, body distortions and negative like self-images and stuff like that and one of the things they taught me to do in treatment was to be neutral about my body and be grateful for my body so instead of being like well, well, well I hate my eye color I hate the way my stomach looks or I don't know I just I'm short and fat and blue I hate what, how I look instead of doing that being like well I'm grateful." For my eyes that I can see. I'm grateful for my stomach that it can digest food. I'm grateful that my mouth can drink coffee. Just all of these things that you don't really think about and you take for granted because you've thought of your body in such a limited, narrow way and in such an externalized way. Thinking about your body in terms of how people look at it rather than what it's doing for you. It's the same with art. Stop thinking about your art as something that can be ogled by other people and put the power into their hands. Rather, have art be something that's near and dear to you, that helps you, and be grateful for what it can do for you. So, it's a little nebulous, right? So, (laughs) I guess, like, you know, practically speaking... Another way to combat perfectionism in your art is to just set time limits for yourself, which is something I've been doing with my own pieces because I notice myself like sometimes I'll just fuss over it endlessly. So what I've been doing for like my demon series based on the Ars Go show, I've just told myself like, okay, listen, self, self, you're only going to work on these for two to three days, maybe a little more if it's like a particularly complicated piece, but no more than like ideally two to three days and to upload no matter what. Even though it's really nerve-wracking, and like a lot of the times, I just get complete radio silence. Like, I remember I used to upload to like Tumblr and Twitter, and it would just—I it was just like cricket,
1: cricket. Yeah, it's like a ghost Nothing. town sometimes.
0: Ooh. Yeah, just screaming into the void. Now I upload to ArtStation and Instagram, and ArtStation is also just like crickets into the void. Instagram is a little bit better. You know, I get some responses and comments, but at the same time, like it's really nerve wracking and it makes me feel really bad about myself when I've worked really hard on a piece and I'm really proud of it. And like, I don't get that external validation. But the important thing is to acknowledge that I'm feeling bad about this. And instead of just like, oh, I'm feeling bad. Let me never upload anything ever again. Just acknowledge like, wow, this feels really bad. But you know what? That's okay. And I'm going to keep uploading and I'm going to keep coming back and I'm going to keep making stuff.
1: Yeah. Cause a um, lot of times other people won't notice what you notice too. Like if totally you upload yeah. something, they'll think it looks awesome, you know? So your, whatever judgments you have about your own work don't necessarily always apply to everyone and not everyone's going to notice what you notice. And it's perfectly fine to have, hangups about your own work. However, not everyone is going to see that stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the important thing, right, is to like, not give negative thoughts power. Don't engage them. Don't judge them. Just kind of acknowledge that they exist, not of their existence, maybe shake hands with it. And then say bye, because you don't have to go home with them. And I think most important of all is to just be kind and forgiving to yourself. Because when you love yourself, you don't need external validation. You don't need those likes on Instagram. You don't need somebody on the street telling you like, wow, you look really good or like your art's really awesome or whatever, because you have that in yourself. You don't have anything to prove. You don't need to meet any expectations. You're just free to create without worry.
1: On the on yeah. the topic of like you know, not giving things power, uh, there are a couple things that I I thought of to like share. One is something that I heard from Mel Robbins, which is an exercise of counting down from five. Just about any thought that you're having. So typically our thoughts are generated kind of by the back of our brain. It's something that our thought, it's just like the uncontrolled thoughts that just kind of like blabber about. And if they're negative, the nice thing about not giving them power is you have control. So she teaches something called the five second rule where if you count down five, four, three, two, one, and then kind of replace it with a different thought, like a mantra or something like that, then what it does is it takes control back to your thoughts, to the prefrontal cortex, which is the part of the brain that can control thoughts. So it's something that is conscious. And if you're replacing that with a good thing, then eventually it's the remedy to these bad thoughts. And it'll just be something automatic that you do that is subconscious. So that's something that can be really helpful. And something else that I find to be helpful in the face of like my negative thoughts is bringing it back to the why that you're creating something or the conscious Concept, because i think that that is motivating and whether it looks perfect or not it tends to be the concept that you care the most about all and also on the topic of of the mantras like yes. um mia who's a sri lankan british refugee rapper she has a mantra i love her
0: she's so She's so awesome. I'm constantly listening to her. She's so good. I'm
1: just like so. Just
0: become like a Lady Gaga and MIA fan podcast, honestly. I mean, if you have
1: me on every week, like (laughs) you're probably going to get like a little tidbit because these people are just kind of like my role models and like just big inspirations for me just because art is so inspiring and through art you learn about people and their mental strength as well. And both of these two people have pretty extraordinary like mental strength and i think it takes a lot to be an artist but she says something in one of her songs actually that's like not even her being like well my mantra is it's just like (laughs) something she threw in a song but it she says i'm thankful for my hands because it's a good thrower i'm thankful for my body because it's a fucking banger i'm thankful for my mouth because it's a real screamer but most of all i'm thankful for my power (laughs) yeah which I love, but something that I notice about her work is it's kind of scrappier, and it's like it's not made to be shiny. And as a listener, it's kind of exciting to be in the throes of something that you know was someone's like immediate thought or was assembled together just for the idea of it, and hasn't been through millions of edits to make it perfect. Yeah, like last time we talked about the song with the drill.
0: Drill. She made a. Beat out of drills like that's when you know that she's amazing you don't give a fuck fuck. (laughs) oh my god that song blows me away but yeah so that's an awesome mantra and i'm totally gonna steal that (laughs) yeah these are all tools to put on your toolbox these are tools that you have inside of you you can tweak them as you need you can take them out whenever you need them It's unrealistic to think we can totally obliterate perfectionistic thoughts and judgments, right? I mean, it it would be magical and amazing if we could. I would love that. I would sign up for that shit in a second. But the reality is, for most of us, we're probably going to struggle with this for most or all of our lives. And that's Mm -hmm. okay. Because what we can do is love ourselves. What we can do is not judge the days when we feel like we can't create. What we can do... Is acknowledge that our emotions are fleeting You won't feel like shit about your art forever But you know what? You also won't feel great about your art forever Because kind of pain and suffering And joy and pleasure Like they're besties, right? They're the sides of the same coin Neither is wrong Neither is more profound than the other They're just a part of life And by extension, art Yeah. So really, all we can do is try to live in the moment of like every single paint stroke, every mouse click, every drop of ink, and every little decision that goes into art making. And then when we find ourselves kind of caught up in these horrible thoughts, just gently lead our awareness back to the present and say thank you to ourselves.
1: Yeah, and on yeah on that note, it's like we started this podcast without really being too perfectionistic or hard on ourselves. The point is kind of what we're saying and have definitely learned along the way and developed certain skills. Developing hand signals and stuff to oh, kind yeah. of tell each other when it's time to like maybe wrap up or that like someone else needed to say a certain thing so it's been a learning experience and as much as we have used those it's like we didn't start with them and it's something that we are still learning very much about along the way and just in four podcasts and just challenging ourselves and trying it i think that we have reached a better place
0: i mean we didn't know what the fuck we were doing and we still don't and that's fine so we've kind yeah. of been experimenting, like Jared said, with like the hand gestures, kind of experimenting with like, OK, should we go on more of a script or should we just kind of fly by the seat of our pants? So we're constantly evolving, constantly trying new things. And it's just something that until we did it, we wouldn't have known to even think about. If we spent yeah. months and months and months trying to get everything perfect and everything thought of before launch, first of all, we wouldn't have launched it. And second of all, we wouldn't even have scratched the surface of the things that we do now. So yeah,
1: it's through like learning and the process of it that we get through it. And that's what makes it more interesting anyway. Like I know that a lot of reason why people go on Instagram or keep up with certain people is the process because as human beings, we're just wired through story. And oh, yeah. um, that's how things have just been passed down through generations. That's why you have Snapchat stories and Instagram stories is because that's how our brains work. And if we can follow someone along and see their progression and see how things improve, that is nothing but exciting for like the viewers and listeners too and see how we'll evolve as well. So,
0: yeah. I mean, like every time I upload something to ArtStation, there's always this little like passive aggressive pop up that's like, hey, did you know that pieces with progress works have more views than pieces who don't? I'm just like, Fuck, shut up. Yeah, I know. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> People are really invested in process, works in progress. They like to see that you're human, right? Yes. Because there's something really scary and intimidating, at least I remember like being a small artist, seeing like these finished, perfect, polished pieces. And in my mind, I was like, man, if I don't get it right the first time, like these people must get it right the first time and like make it perfect the first time. Like I had absolutely no concept of thumbnailing or concepting or iteration or like progress, you know, I just thought like one and done, like either you get it right the first time or it's like.
1: Sink or swim. God, that's scary. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or swim. And then as I grew older, I realized, like, wait a minute, all of these artists that I looked up to, they're people too, and they make mistakes, and they came from the same place I did.
1: Totally, yeah. And something that I don't want to make some kind of, like, sob story, or being like, well, you know, kids in Africa are starving, (laughs) but, like... I just want to say that it is more difficult sometimes for other people to create art from a physical standpoint. And it's something that if you have the will and the drive to do, it will get done. And so a lot of people are lucky to have this thing of perfectionism weighing on them and don't think too much about it. But for those of us who, do struggle with it a lot of times it's the kind of space and overthinking that we give ourselves so sometimes it's nice for me to kind of keep those people in mind and again from a perfectionistic standpoint just be like you know there are some people that just like can't afford to care about how something looks and truly it is the message of whatever they're trying to make that is what they're trying to convey and sometimes that makes the art really beautiful and i think that that's something that we can incorporate into ours as well and just make it more exciting is kind of the mindset like i i can't afford to really care too much about how it looks or i don't have time to i have too many projects but not to beat yourself up and just be like well someone else has it worse but use that yeah,
0: as like yeah. A kind of
1: positive and motivational thing
0: yeah be like don't take anything for granted just be like wow like yeah think. The freaking whatever that i can create thank goodness that yeah make that a motivator yeah like i'm grateful that my brain could come up with these ideas i'm grateful that i can see and put it on canvas i'm grateful that my hands work and i can you know so don't assume that everything is going to be there forever
1: yeah it's inspiring kind of
0: yeah and again this isn't said to like Right. Cause we, we don't want, we don't want you to like feel guilty and be like, oh, well, I'm ungrateful and people have it worse than me and oh, I'm being terrible. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> no, that's not what we want. And if you do find those thoughts coming up, I would encourage you to combat it with, again, just love and kindness towards yourself
1: and gratitude.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Amen, baby. Mm-hmm. Well, in Sorry. the spirit of gratitude. Thank you all for listening.
0: Yes. Uh, thank you guys for listening until next time. I'm, I really hope that you got something from this episode and yeah, it's always a pleasure. So see you next week. Yeah. We,
1: huh? we, we love, love. you.
0: Have a thank great you. day.